Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you, the listener, to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 135. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Hashdash. Currently, consumers leverage multiple online resources to research, find, and purchase cannabis products. Hashdash has created a single source for education, products, brands, dispensaries, and takes it one step further by pairing users with products that match their profile and needs through their unique matching algorithm, the smartest way to search and match with cannabis products. Sign up for their free beta release at hashdash.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter at hashdash and on Instagram at hashdash.com. Before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to provide a big shout out to all of you that have written a review for the podcast. It means so much to me, and it's super important that each of you, if you're finding value in this, taking just a second, even if it's one sentence, to write a simple review for the podcast. Ultimately, what this does is it allows the podcast to rank, which means that more people listen to the podcast, which means that hopefully I can impact more people, which is obviously a major goal of mine. Now, without further ado, today's episode. How many times throughout life have you taken a leap? Probably on many occasions, right? Throughout the course of our life, we are exposed to many, many opportunities. And sometimes we take initiative with those opportunities and we jump. And sometimes those leaps and bounds turn out fruitful. And other times, we come up short. Within those jumps where we come up short, we get beat up. We get smacked around. 
We get bruised. But it doesn't mean those things should hold us back from standing back up and running again. We are all capable of anything. We are all capable of anything. Where the table shift is when we let fear take the wheel. When we let the fear of rejection dictate the direction we're driving. It can make us completely freeze or pivot away from opportunity. So how do you overcome that fear of rejection? How do you boost your confidence? Number one, construct your own narrative. The first place we should start is to understand where the lack of self-confidence came from. Normally, we do a really good job of burying things that hurt us. It's normal. It's natural. The answer to this question normally lies deep within your past. Ask yourself, who taught you to fear rejection? Where did you hear messaging suggesting that you lack value? This could be somewhere within your childhood, maybe a parent, another family member, a close friend, someone within your circle, a relationship. When you can uncover these answers, you pull power away from them. You take the leverage away from them. They no longer dictate things. I'll give you a good example. In college, I dated this girl whose mother was, let's say, less than pleasant. She was a very toxic person. And one evening, we decided to go over her house for dinner. And as her mother was cooking, she sparked up a conversation with her daughter mentioning a nice guy she met who was in med school and would be perfect for her. Mentioning how this individual would be set for life and how he had a good head on his shoulders and so on and so forth. Now you're probably wondering, where was I for this conversation? Well, I was right beside her daughter as she was mentioning all of this. And it wasn't the first time I heard her mother allude to the fact that her daughter needed someone more successful in her life. And while in college, these comments echoed in my head, almost on repeat. I allowed them for the next two years to dictate my life. It wasn't until one day when I sat down with that question, where did you hear messaging suggesting that you lack value? And by answering that question, I dug up all of those comments and finally, finally connected the pieces. It was as if I walked through life believing those things, taking me away from trying new things thinking that I was not worthy or valuable. I'm here to tell each of you, no matter who said it, where it was said, how many times it was said, or how many different ways it was said, you are worth it. You hold value, and a fuck ton of it. Don't allow a few to tell you otherwise. This journey of digging will mean you will expose skeletons but it's necessary to start with a clean slate. Acknowledge that it happened, but realize 
that it's not true. Number two, understand the value and risk. We hold a vision anytime we jump, whether that be going on that first date, applying for your dream job, starting your dream business, showing your art in the next exhibit, attending a networking event. And that vision is this painted scene of the ideal and hopeful outcome. As we paint this picture and fixate on it, anything less starts to shift into the failure column. That if we jump towards this thing and it doesn't turn out exactly as we envisioned, it's thought of as a failure. What if I told you that no matter the jump, starting to walk, then jogging, then running, then sprinting, and finally jumping gives you more than if you didn't even start. We've built this fantasy that the object, the final destination, is the only thing to gain and the only thing to walk away from. Anything less is unacceptable. Listen, I'm all up for consistency and reaching high and long, having big dreams. But in doing so, it is very realistic that we come up short sometimes. Shit happens. This is the structure of life. And it's a very important piece of it. But to think that you failed because you were denied a first date after asking, didn't make the final cut of interviews, your business came short on year one numbers, you don't have any buyers for your art after the exhibit, does not mean it was a fail. You've gained more from trying than not. Whether or not we get exactly what we want, we learn, we grow. The issue, 90% of the time, is that we are failing to see this. We are so focused on the perfect outcome that when we fall short, we chalk it up as a loss and a fail to see that all that was gained. And by having this perspective, we deter ourselves from taking another leap. We hold ourselves back from so many other possibilities. If you can start to understand that the final outcome, the final outcome, is only a fraction of the equation, you will be way more apt to jump moving forward. This will also make you more resilient, wiser, braver, which ultimately leads to a more prepared leap next time. Number three, Focus on the upside. Just as I stated with fixating on the outcome, we can do a lot of damage fixating on the downside. How many times have you thought about an idea, something you wanted to start, a new chapter you wanted to write, but you didn't even take the first step towards it? You most likely didn't take that first step because as humans, we are wired in such a way where we are risk-averse. Our operating system is engineered in a way to focus on survival. And if something doesn't fit into that system properly, we tend to hesitate. We start to shuffle through all the ways that it could go wrong, all the possibilities of failure. 
In doing so, our focus starts to pivot away from that vision. It starts to pull us away from seeing all of the potential things we could learn by even trying and shifts towards seeing all that we could lose as opposed to all that we could gain. I call this drifting, veering off course over a given distance. I remember when I turned 16, I immediately signed up for a course to get my motorcycle license, a motorcycle safety course. And one day the instructor was teaching us how to take a left and right hand turn properly on a motorcycle. And on a motorcycle, when you turn, you look ahead to where you want to go, which ultimately points the bike in that direction. So if you're taking a right-hand turn, as opposed to looking directly down at the asphalt, you're looking ahead and to the right. This combination of pointing your head and eyes in a specific direction guides you and the bike. Well, this same behavior happens if you're driving straight and you start to stare off in the distance in any given direction that isn't straight ahead. The bike starts to slowly move in that direction. When we focus on things that could go wrong, that's exactly what happens. We start to drift. And this takes us off our intended course. So how do you shift this behavior? Anytime something pops into your head, highlighting the downside, sit and ask yourself, what is the equal and opposite upside? And don't just stop there. Challenge the negativity that's coming up. Is it really true or is that your instinct kicking in? How will this decision change your life? What will you miss out on if you don't try? This also means shifting your vocabulary, which I've shared before on the podcast, the vocabulary of your internal thinking and your goals. The way we phrase things is extremely important. Let's say you're applying for a new job. A goal or thinking that you might originally have in mind is, I don't want to be rejected, right? That's the first thought that might be popping into your head. The terminology is already shifting your focus to rejection right away. Try taking that goal and shifting the vocabulary completely away from it to something like apply to 14 different companies within the next 30 days. This provides not only clarity, but points your focus in the direction of positivity and potential rather than the downside. Remind yourself daily The risk you're about to take might be the thing that takes you somewhere truly remarkable. Number four, expose yourself. Part of exploring and taking leaps includes exposing ourselves. By taking risk, we put ourselves out in the open. It means being vulnerable. Own that shit. This is what makes you, you. It makes the unique you. People also admire those that own that vulnerability because we all know how much strength it takes. That's a ton of strength to be vulnerable. Think about anyone you look up to. I bet a handful, if not all of them, have built authority 
in your life. They've built authority not in the shape of pointing fingers and in a traditional sense. They've built authority by showing you their human side, the side of struggle, the side of, of falling and getting back up and falling again. You can relate to them because of this. It's real. It's authentic. You cheer for them. Life is not symmetrical in this perfectly shaped object. It flows and it twists. It moves in all different directions. Navigating that means that we will most likely fumble. And that's where the beauty lies. By being vulnerable, you expose yourself to opportunity. Because you put that fear to the side. Which means that you get to explore new places without the extra baggage of worrying what others will think. Or how you look while navigating that journey. Part of finding out what's right for you and what works is finding out what doesn't. But the only way to build that other side of the equation is by trying. Think about walking down a pitch black hallway. You don't know where the hallway ends, where the hallway turns, how many doors are in the hallway, and where those doors lead. And the first thing you do before you step forward is you put your hands out in front of you. Feeling for the sides of walls, sharp corners, doorknobs. This allows you to hopefully not slam your head into the corner of the wall. But it also allows you to start mentally laying out the blueprint of that hallway. You might look awkward navigating that walk. But with each step, you get a more clear layout of things. Which means now, you can navigate the hallway with ease. And navigating this darkness, it comes in other forms. Such as holding on to this false assumption that others will always reject you. You end up creating situations where rejection occurs. It takes those fears that have been bouncing around in your head and turns them into reality. Just like I shared earlier. Remember, no rejection you face will be the end of the world. It is an opportunity to see things differently. It is an opportunity to prove to yourself that you are capable, that you are worth it. Each week I do a shout out of either a review of the podcast, a DM I've received, a mention, a question. The purpose in this segment is to show each of you, as so many others are going through the same struggles, pushing for the same things, looking for something more out of life, but more importantly, they're doing it. They're striving for more out of life. And this week's shout out is by Jenna, who sent me a message on Instagram. I love your content so much. I am in my last few weeks of my college semester as a BFA painter, a degree in the fine art of painting, and I've had an extremely difficult year. My degree depends on creativity, and this has been the most difficult year to be creative and find the light inside of me. Your podcasts have saved my life, honestly. I would not be in school still if I wasn't given the motivation and positive mindfulness practice you provide us listeners with. You always seem to know exactly what to address next that saves my next week of doubts or negative thinking. I shared your work with many of my friends and tell them it's the gold of the universe, the secret to a happy life, and it's free. 
Thank you for helping people believe in themselves and their purpose, chase their wildest dreams, and look forward to each new day instead of dreading it. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You might just be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into overcoming fear of rejection. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a Mindset Production.